Welcome to Pull Up a Seat with your host, Alex Starr. There's a hundred pounds heavy on side. Yo, dude! Hey, what's up? Here with Tim Cannon. Thanks for being on the podcast. You're welcome. It's my pleasure. Glad to finally have you on it. It's been a while. You were my, like, crown jewel. Is that right? To have on. Uh, you said to everybody, huh? No, I don't. <laughs> I've only said it like five times out of the eight I've done. Okay. Yeah. I feel honored still. It's nice. I would have been upset if... I would have regretted not having you on, especially since I've been home for a few weeks and we never got to it. And now I'm yeah. leaving in T-minus 11 hours. It's coming and, up. And we got it done before I left. <laughs> it's a success. Success, dude. All right, we're done yeah, here. We have <laughs> we have so many things left to talk about. I feel like that we didn't even talk about since I got back. Yeah, but like built up. But then we just kept talking about the lives as our lives continued. That we never even got to all the stuff when I was gone and what you were doing. But I thought that was interesting. Not that I even that, that it's not. There's that is true. It's almost no point in even going back and talking about it. But it was funny because <clears throat> while I was gone. We kept talking and being like, oh, man, so many things to talk about when we go on walks. Yes. And then when I got here, we just started talking about what was going on now. Yeah. And we never even talked about all the things that we wanted to talk about because it was in the past already. I feel like during our phone calls, we said, I'll save that for a face-to-face. <laughs> yeah. And then we, I don't know what they were. I don't think we talked about one of those things. I don't think so either. I couldn't even tell you what they were. No. I kept meaning to bullet point things when we would talk during the summer. And I guess I didn't, because I never brought any bullet points up. <laughs> like, every time I was on the phone with you, it was like, all right, let me bullet point that. Like, that's got to be face-to-face, like, long story. Like, Yeah. No. <laughs> but maybe we did. We just don't even know it. Yeah. Yeah, and that's a good point. I mean, honestly, we cover so many subjects and so many bases that... I'm sure important things, like, kind of came up. But, yeah, no, I, I agree. You think of, like, ten subjects that you want to talk about, and then you get to, like, two. I literally thought of one last night when I was falling asleep, and I said to myself, I'm not going to forget that. That's that's too good. Yeah. I, I want to ask him about that. For I have not. no idea. <laughs> I have no idea what it was. No idea. Couldn't tell you. Yeah. So, so let's see. In the past couple of weeks when we've talked, you mentioned one time that you might want to stick around and coach and substitute teach. Right. And then the last time you said, I think I want to leave – and you're going to do Europe for a little bit, but then you're talking about maybe going somewhere else and staying there for a while. Not in this area. Yeah, possibly. That's the thing. So, yeah, like, are you flip-flopping as much as everyone else? I'm a flip-flopper, <laughs> dude. I'm a flip-flopper. No, I think what I need to do is just make a decision and, yeah, stick with it for a year or so, but... Oh, that's right. You're talking about L.A. Possibly L.A. L.A. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. So, but yeah, as far as right now, kind of have a plan until August 1st, which would be back east for a couple weeks. I'll be back for about six weeks. Hopefully I'll be cleared to substitute teach and everything Um, by then. So I'll just substitute teach maybe three days a week and which gives me something to do. So I'm not just like, like getting up at like noon. 
pointless lives. <laughs> it's just pathetic. Um, so it gives me a reason to live. Right. At least three days of the week. And then... The other day's not so sure. No. And then, like, should be going to Europe for, a, like, the month of June. Come back, wedding in upstate New York, wedding back home. Right, so you're popular. I'm popular. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But then you... Then L.A. would be in August to go do acting. August 1? Or make videos, acting. Just get into the industry a little bit. Yeah, just try it out. Something, like, it's not even something I'm sure I want to do, but I feel like it's something I've talked about enough in my past that there's something there. You'd regret it if you... When you're 15, you look back, you'd regret it. But yeah. you didn't try it? I, mm-hmm. I've thought about that question. I feel like that's, a, that's something that gets thrown around a lot. Just like, man, I just know I'd regret this if I didn't. I don't even know if I would say it's that strong. Oh. I just know it's something that I've talked about so much that you're like, I must kind of want to do that. Like, you know, I haven't talked about anything else more. Right. I don't know if that's strong or weak, but. It's a good starting point. It's kind of like where it's like, dude, I get boners when I look at chicks. Right. Or like when I was growing up. Still happens sometimes. (laughs) Dude, like, they just they they fade away. Yeah, they do. After a speaker. I feel like my I'm not kidding, I feel like my dick's getting smaller. <laughs> but like when you're jerking off, you mean? Whoa, I mean more just like when you're walking around I did, flaccid. It, just, it used to be like, dude, like nice. <laughs> that's a strong that's a strong boner. Hundred and ten percent, yeah. Yeah, and then now I'm just like that's not How much porn do you watch? Zero. You watch right? you don't watch any porn. I don't watch porn. Sounds like I'm lying, sounds like nope. Just never so when you're chilling, it. never been into it. Get out of the shower. You feel like your dick is smaller than it used to be. Yeah, and I can't explain why. You're not getting fatter, that's for sure. No. Yeah, I, I really, there's nothing else to say <laughs> about it. It's just it, like I used to think it was like like pretty solid, and now I'm just like ah, it's like decent. I'm gonna have to like work on <laughs> like my uh, yeah. extends. Yeah. Just figure out some new like hip moves where like, <laughs> Kegels. Kegels. Kegel it. Kegel. Is it Kegels or Kegels? I thought it was Kegels. Huh. Yeah, it's like when know. the when you have to when you're peeing and you, you stop it, it's that muscle. I'm doing it right now as I talk oh, to you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's supposed to give you get a better erections. I thought that was for like girls, like after pregnancy after Both. Uh, giving birth. I mean yeah. Huh. Okay. I think it's the same muscle. Yeah, Kegels? I don't know. It could be wrong. It could be, Kegels? could be solid, but uh, it's just maybe it's just your perception. You know, like when you, I don't know, as you get older, this is kind of funny to take your dick size and extrapolate it to other things, right? But you know what I mean, like uh, like the basketball hoops at elementary school. If you go back now, it's right. like, wow, this is these are small. Mm-hmm. That is a small hoop. When I was a kid, it was, you know, might as well have been twenty feet high. Yeah. Maybe now it's just all relative. You're like, oh man, when I was younger, it was like, I don't, you know what I mean? Like but my dick I, was huge, and now it's like, oh, uh, it's about the same size as the cucumber I bought last night for dinner. Yeah, the that would be cucumber. That would be pretty good for me. Dude. Yeah, I mean, one of those maybe like butternut, like those little mini squashes or those mini bell peppers you can yeah, buy. Yeah, yeah. Dude, the thing about that is, at least you're growing. Like you grew and then came back to the court. Right. My dick has been on my body, growing <laughs> with me, or it should have been. I don't know, maybe because it's winter. Maybe in the summer it'll yeah, maybe. extend. Yeah, it's probably. You're probably right. Yeah. I hope for that. Yeah. 
But anyway, what, what I was going to say was... Damn, what was I going to say? <laughs> Remember, we no, we were talking about... I my talk, dicks. Talk about something, like... Not necessarily having, like, a strong dream in life. But right, like, right, right. Like, how you used to, you used to get stronger. boners when you looked at girls. Right, so, like, I've talked about it a lot. It's just, like, I don't even know if that's something I'd want to do, but, like, obviously, I talk about it, so I kind of want to do it. Same thing, so I'm, what I was saying was... I don't even know, you say you're a 12-year-old kid and you're like, I don't know if I like chicks, but like my body right. produces a hard boner, <laughs> hard penis you when I look boner. at girls, so like maybe there's something to that. Right. Maybe. Follow that instinct. Yeah, follow that instinct, so. Yeah. It's like the best be- the best option you have right now. It's like your best, something you always talked about doing, you have time right now. Yeah. Might as well see where it goes. Yeah. But you're not like. Okay, yeah, but it's, it's not as like strong as, oh, this, like, is, my, I've never, this like, is my passion, I have to go do this, it's not that strong. And I've never really understood people who, like, had a dream that strong, where it's like, this is what I was born to do. I don't, dude, that's, I don't know, yeah. I've never, like, I've some, You saw thought. some people and they knew when they were in fifth grade, they're like, no, I'm gonna be a doctor. Yeah. I'm gonna be a doctor and I cannot wait to be a doctor, yeah. It's what I was put on this earth to do. It's right. like, dude, like, we're like, when people say, that, like, I just, I'm gonna be... I have to play badminton. I'm gonna make. I'm gonna be a gold medalist in, in badminton. Like, I was born to play badminton. <laughs> like, dude, if you were born, I don't know when it was invented, but like 400 years ago, you couldn't have said that because it wasn't invented. <laughs> and I always thought that was stupid. They'd I was born, born to, to play sing, croquet. Dude. It's like anybody on American Idol or The yeah. Voice. God put me on this planet to sing. He want my voice to be heard. It's like, dude, <laughs> how could that be true? That's yeah. not true. I mean, they feel it's true, I guess, right? I don't know. But is that just because they have no other skill set? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not saying I have any skill set, but right. uh, at least they can see. Are you good at things because you like them, or do you like things because you're good at them? Yeah. Same kind of question. I mean, if you're that good, at, and some of those people, then they belt it out, and it's like, okay, they obviously... Have a gift. Get, and they get a lot of... you get If you get a really a lot of positive feedback your entire life or something... Yeah. You're gonna become attached to that. And you're gonna, yeah, you're, you're gonna, gonna identify with it. You're gonna be like, I, instead of becoming like, I'm Alex, it's like, I'm Alex, the guy who can sing amazing. Right. I was Just put identity. here because people love that. And obviously, that's one of my purpose on this planet is to bring people joy through my singing. Yeah. I'm Alex, the singer. Mm-hmm. If you take that away from some of those people, they probably don't know who they are. That's a huge part of their identity. Yeah, no, true. I guess. So. But yeah. I don't understand that either. Oh, do, do you have anything that you could say you were put on this earth to do? No, I don't either. I'd be doing did we it. did we did we miss the like? Was he passing out lollipops when we were born? Dude. And we were like, no, it's cool. Let's see how this goes down here. And I, they got the tootsie rolls. You know what yeah. I mean? Because some people know, or they at least from from an external viewpoint, they seem to know they what they want to do, and they seem very content when they get to that. And have a motivation to work towards it. And yeah, to put time an in intrinsic like motivation to... that came from. I have no, I have no idea where. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But then there's the other side where it's like you clearly the people who clearly don't have that don't care, smoking weed all the time. Lazy you have to drag life. weed into this, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anytime there's someone like it's lazy mentioned, it's uh, let's smoke weed. It's high, dude. There's high, duh. Just so I'm not, I wouldn't say I or uh, yeah, I'm in that category of 
having no dreams or goals. Just, like, not... I just haven't, like... They weren't scattered? Discovered them. Yeah. Because I'm not... Yeah, I don't know. It's a tough, uh... What? Tough what? thing to figure out. Yeah. I feel like it shouldn't be, though. That's what pisses me off. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like at this point in our lives, we would have... Or are we just... Are we blind to it? Or are we, like... Are, I sometimes think, am I pushing it away? Like, I know what it is deep, deep down. That's a good and point. And I'm pushing it away. Yeah. Because I'm scared of it on some level, or I don't know. I mean... I think think a lot of people are like that. Could be. Or maybe there's no money involved, you know? Like, maybe maybe teaching is something I actually really want to do, but there's not that much money involved, so I never really thought about it. Yeah. Or it's just... I think there's a big gap between what your true dreams are and then what your ego wants. You know? Yeah. And it's hard to shut it up long enough to really go with it you mm-hmm. know what I mean like say it's teaching for instance not 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 a sexy profession no if you're a fourth grade teacher right doesn't make much money noble noble you're is it gonna you're gonna be I mean if you do it right you're gonna be fulfilled yeah rewarding rewarding also but your ego is like it's not a sexy profession you're not gonna make much money yeah but I guess it's and do I even on... can I even get that to shut up? Do I even know if it's? I think my ego like blocks a lot of that stuff. Really, or just that inner voice like blocks things that maybe I don't even know. I really wanted to do. Hmm. I don't know, man. I was thinking about that the other day. I remember like two weeks ago you mentioned you're like, oh, I forget you were talking about somebody you knew, and you said that there's somebody that can just find the joy in any situation. They can find the joy in. I don't know who you were talking about. I think looking back on my life, the happiest person consistently, Miss Hartley. Oh, well, yeah. I don't know if that was who I brought up. I don't think it was. But she's one of those. Shout out Cassie Hartley. Cassie Hartley can find joy. Always happy. She's... Joy in any situation, laughing, having a good time. Some of that's genetics, obviously. Yeah. I think, you know, you're... Stays fit, exercises. Stays fit, yeah. Lifestyle for choices, that. for sure. Yeah. But... She hasn't, like, brought a lot of, like extra stresses into life like right no children yeah which i still like i don't know if i want kids i don't know either man because i look at some of the people who don't have kids and i think that they're a lot happier i think yeah dude i think it just i think it just depends on who you five years right now i say no obviously right now i do not want kids five years we could have another podcast and i could be i'm the happiest father of yeah. two kids my dick could be huge. Your dick could be... <laughs> your dick could be Demarcus's cousins. Jesus. You know? He used to have like a 10-incher, by the way. I always thought about that. Is that weird? Shaq? Jeez. If he doesn't have a 14-inch cock, it's going to look small. Probably pretty big. kind of would suck. He has to have the biggest cock known to man or else it's going to be small. Proportionately. Yeah. If he has a 10-inch dick, it's going to be small. Yeah. Which brings into question like a a debate that I, I'll throw a question out there yeah what's up would you rather have the biggest dick in the world or the smallest <laughs> the biggest for sure I I would flip side no why definitely the smallest why because I'm all I mean a micro penis a, a friend of mine she remained unnamed said she hooked up with a guy who had a dick the size of her thumb is that what you want I would rather have that than the biggest because with the biggest you can't have a whole lot of fun like you're gonna break chicks you what fun can you have with a dick the size of everything an inch and a half you're having a good time doesn't matter about that <laughs> there, like, there's some positions that i don't even think would even be possible 
It's fine. <laughs> it's fine, dude. I'd rather have the biggest, I think, yeah. Yeah. I'm content. Content with everything. Okay. Get ready for some tears. <laughs> um, Trips to the ER. Back to the joy thing. Trips to the ER. Hey, Do you see that video of that guy who had sex with a horse and died? He was in love with his horse. It's a video? It's a video. I, someone showed it to me freshman year of college. Can we stop the podcast and take a check? I'll show you after. <laughs> and he died because the, it went so far inside. It, I mean, it demolishes yeah, his intestines. Uh, yeah. Punctures your rectum. It, I think, yeah, your small intestine. I mean, you it, bleed got, out. it got up in there. Yeah. I heard about, I've heard about that. Anyway. So that was interesting. Anyway, back to the joy thing. I we're thought about this. P.S. It's we're going to be taking breaks throughout the podcast to just talk about penises. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I mean, there's like a common trend like, oh, how do we advance ourselves spiritually and, and go forth and find our dreams and dicks? It always goes back to that. <laughs> no, um, no, so I was thinking about that because I started real. I was like, yeah, why don't I see more joy all the time? And I smoked a little bit. And I was like, oh, my God. There's so much happiness around me all the time. <laughs> but your mind starts to, like, play tricks on you almost. At least I'm talking to myself. Okay. I don't know if it does it with you where it, like, you know, little, you know, you think about the future a little bit. You think about the past a little bit. You think about what you're doing later that day. I don't know. You just forget sometimes until you stop and take a second and go, holy Wow. There's really nothing going on bad in my life at all. Mm-hmm. You know, there's going to be day-to-day things, but... No, totally, yeah. But overall, it's like, well, I'm still breathing. I'm no, here. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> like, that's pretty good. It's and a good start. Most friends and family are still... Yeah, but healthy. even just if you're just... Yeah, you're here. And I started to realize that. I was like, man, I, I need to start recognizing that more. Yeah. Like, there is joy in every situation, and for some reason, I overcomplicate it or something. Easy to do. Yeah. Really easy to do. Yeah. I don't know. So, we'll figure it out eventually. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't know who said this, but it's like, I think it was one of my friend's parents who, someone asked him like, oh, like, a lot of people in their 20s, and I'll include myself in that, are very, um, you hear this a lot, like, oh, man, like, I only got, like, three years left in my 20s. Like, I got to live it up. Like, this is the, like, the best years of your life. Like, this is your prime, la, la. We talked about being in, being in our prime right now. Right. At least physically. Physically, yeah. And, and then it was, like, a 55, 60-year-old um, father who was, like, like, just basically said, oh, man, my 20s suck. <laughs> really? There was so much turbulence. Like, life was so, like... It was changing all the time, like you stress, like you didn't have the life experience to, like what you just said, put things in perspective and like basically be happy all the time because every day is is special. When you're when you're in your 20s, you're still kind of like figuring that out. Maybe you're dating people, learning more about yourself. You like we've just talked about, don't know our dreams or what do we want to put our time into. A defeat seems like a huge deal, or like you wake up and like you're not having like not looking as good as you want to so you're like oh god damn it like you know it ruins your day <laughs> then in your fifth you're just like dude like probably got some money in your pocket like enough to be you know be content and you found someone to maybe share your life with maybe you have kids maybe you don't like 
you're doing fun things that you want to do. I mean, as sad as it is, like you've lost people that were really important to you by that point in your life, and you're like, cherish the the good times. Yeah. So, yeah, that's uh, don't know how we got on that. How do we start talking about this? I was just talking about Cox. And <laughs> well, we started with dicks, and we ended up with about twenties. But that's and what dreams and well, that doesn't matter how it started. Um, yeah, I think it just depends on where that goes. But dude, I've definitely been feeling it like today. You know, like like that guy said, like oh, there's, it's always changing. It's tumultuous. It's yeah. Dude, I mean, like, yeah, today I was like, oh, man, I started getting really sad. Like, man, another six months gone. Yeah. You know, not seeing anybody. (laughs) Because you're leaving tomorrow. Yeah. And it started, yeah, dude, sometimes it's like, yeah, Yeah, how is that? balance, dude. I don't know, it's hard, man. It's always, I feel like it would get easier, but it, it, I don't know, it just gets, right before you leave, too, it just gets hard. You want to find a balance of seeing people more. And so now I'm like, oh, man, it was nice to see all my friends and family the past few weeks. Uh, all right. See you again. Yeah. For six more months, which is a long time. Um, it's short, but it also, like, when I have grandparents that are 80 or 90, mm-hmm. stuff like that, you know, six months, a lot can change. You never know. I mean, that could be. You never know. I got My neighbor has a prognosis until August. Yeah. That's what the doctors told him. So it's like. If I this leave, be it. I might never see him again. Yeah. No, in my entire life. This brings up a whole bunch of subjects. Shoot, dude. To, well, A, when do you, so you're going away for six months to work. Hard work. Yeah. Hard work that you like, mm-hmm. but based on our conversations, you're not like, it's not like, talk about passions. Yeah. Not, it's not like I was put on this earth to fight fire. No, no, no. It's a means. Good it's money. A, it's good. It's a, it's a fun means to an end, right now. Yes, it's a really fun means to an end. So you take this job, and obviously you like it enough to take it again. This right. is the second, second season. When does it hit you? Is it two months? Is it, is it six weeks? Is it three months? Where you're like, man, like I just like it'd be nice to be home at least just for a night and like see friends and family. Uh, come on slowly. A few or, months. A few months. A few months. It's more. Dude, it's more, I mean, yeah, I want to see friends and family, but it's more that I, you just, I'm constantly thinking, because it's such a temporary gig, it puts you in a temporary mindset, I guess is the best way to do it. Okay, that. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, you too, if, you, if you're in these, I think a lot of people, a lot of people we know do that. Yeah. If you're in this temporary job that you know you're not going to be at forever, you're at school temporarily, uh, it puts you, the, my mindset the whole six months is, what's next? What's next? What's next? What am I gonna do after this? Where where am I gonna go? What kind of what kind of jobs? And I want to do more fulfilling things, you know. Should I should I start writing that book I've always wanted to write? Should I go f- just volunteer for four months straight and not? I mean, there's just things like that where it's like, how am I gonna spend my time after this is done? Because it's just six months. Mm-hmm. And so that's the thing. It puts you in this perpetual state of what's next? What's next? Uncertainty. Uncertainty, which is good. It helps you deal with it. Yeah. Because you just realize that there is no certainty. And even if you worked, like, okay, sweet. I got this job that I love and I'm going to be here, you know, for the foreseeable future. Make five, ten years. I can still get hit by the bus the next day. Totally. Come down with cancer. Uh, tornado comes or, you know, the me- a meteor could hit or aliens. That'd be kind of, that'd be cool. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what I mean? But yeah. there's no certainty anyway. 
So I think it helps you. It's almost like you're forcing yourself to see that everything is just constantly in transition, constantly in change. Because I'll come back sometimes and be like, damn, like I was talking about Denver. I went and saw friends from another time and I could feel myself grasping for what was as opposed to just appreciating what the friendships were now and what everyone was doing now. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it definitely sets up for like, it makes you better at recognizing it, but it also sets you up that you're constantly doing that because I'm always like, oh, I was here six months ago and you were doing this, but now you're here and I'm in this part of my life and now you're married and now this person's that. Everything you just know, you notice change so much. Totally. And so you almost try and hold on to the past harder. I'm talking just personal. Okay. I almost try and hold on to the past more sometimes because I'm I'm constantly in flux I can like reach back sometimes if it's you know I'm having a day where it's like feeling kind of lonely today or something dude I'll reach right back into the into the back pocket yeah and try and like conjure up like some stability or like you know what I mean do you think that happens just as you get older naturally like I don't I feel the same way You, you end up thinking more about your past and like those memories and like then they almost become more real than day-to-day life like and then you look at old people yeah it's all they have dude and it's weird because we're not my life is just as good today or better than it was five years ago i don't need to do that Mm -hmm. i'm not like you know dying of cancer over here with a terrible life and so looking back is like oh those fond memories of when i could still walk you know what i mean no 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 yeah it's weird yeah and so i don't know why that is and and you're making those, you know, just like we talked about your, even this, this last weekend. You went skydiving, like, yeah. two days ago. Yeah. That's going to be, you know, in a year. I mean, it already is a memory, but, like, in a year, you're like, dude, how day went skydiving, then we went to that party that night, and then, like... Yeah, you talk about it, yeah. Blah, blah. And then it's going to be just, yeah, it's just, it's weird. Because you're yeah. still making a lot of memories. Yeah. And should continue to. I mean, realistically, not to pick on, I said that thing about old people, like, not to say, <laughs> generalize... Yeah, dude, old people, dude, how much do they... How much they suck? Yeah. Um, but a lot of... I mean, at any age, you could be making memories. Or you'd look at the people who aren't... Have almost shut that down in their 20s. Like yes. we've talked about. Yeah, like, we've talked about. I'm not going to say yeah. any names, but... Right. Living like they're 60 right now. Yeah. So it's just a choice. Like everything. Yeah. But that is... You brought up something where... Just the uncertainty... I feel like it's really easy, especially going through the schooling that we did, you know, great school district, shout out Rockland, California, <laughs> shout out Cassie Hartley, um, to think that like you get that job and that's what, well, what is your, what does your dad do? Oh, he works at HP. Right. And you just assume that's what he, that's what he does. That's who he is. He didn't have any other option. He's just an HP dude. Right. But I mean, you don't think that like, oh, wait, hold on. He wasn't always at HP. He was yeah. like, did this for two years. And he did this for, oh, and he was like, he didn't have a job during these two years. He's like, wait, hold on. Like, you start to get that mindset when you're a kid of, oh, what is that? What does that old person do? And we define it by their the, occupation at the time. And that's it. And that things are nice. for life. Sweet. They're in a little, they're in a, they're in a box now. And they're for life. They're for life. I can categorize them as the HP dad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, that's the mailman. That's the mailman. I don't even know his fucking name. Yeah. He's just the mailman. That's what he does. That's what he does. I remember when you were a kid and you always, teachers, you'd see them having a life and it was appalling. You were amazed. Like, my teacher has a, 
What are they doing at the grocery store? Should they be grading papers? They're a teacher. Yeah. That's all they do. Yeah. They're the teacher. It almost sets you up for that. Where you, it's like, you know, all those like childhood experiences still linger on as you get older. Oh yeah. Where it's like you just start to think, oh, what does that person do, or what do I do? And then it's like, oh, that's it. Hmm. Yeah. So. And it's. I mean, it's even changes even more now with our generation with the access to really anything you want to do you can with the internet and you have an idea you do that like I don't know it's opened up a lot of different doors that people even in our parents generation wouldn't even have thought of no so the whole like but, but, I, the potential is so high yeah never it, been easier never been easier that it ah man but then that's frustrating because like oh it's never been easier like I fucking suck dude <laughs> why do I suck as much as everybody dude <laughs> Ah, uh, that's the other problem too, man, is that, yeah, I've had this conversation. Never been easier. I still can't do it. Damn. <laughs> Never been easier. Still. Well, there's so many possibilities that it, I mean, it's also kind of a bummer, you know, because there are so many possibilities. You always, it's just, it's a constant grass is greener too at the same time. Yeah. Constant grass is greener. You have to think that when you're out fighting fires, you're like, dude, like if I wasn't doing this, I could be doing this other thing sure yeah but I don't think that's ever that's like you said you gotta bring yourself you gotta change yourself yeah you're not gonna change the circumstances whether you're doing my job or you're living at home still or you're a doctor like you went to school for for six years you're always gonna be thinking you're always gonna be oh man like it's just gonna pertain to your circumstances so if you're a doctor you went to school that's what you're born on this planet to do Mm -hmm. I would imagine from people I've talked to everyone has the same issues it just revolves around what they're going through. Mm. So the doctor would have, you know, oh man, is that patient going to make it until next week? What kind of medicine should I get in stock for next week? Or do these records go here? Or, you know, and then whatever's going on in their family life and stuff. And then if I'm out for six months firefighting, it's what am I going to do after this? And, you know, am I going to break my ankles? Or, you know what I mean? It just pertains to what you're doing. Yeah. If you're living at home, you're thinking, I'm not doing enough with my life. Yeah. All those, as long as they're not negative the negative thoughts is what kills people mm-hmm. yeah so I mean going back to the original question I think like three to six months of a commitment or plan right now is like pretty much what I'm like willing to give yeah <laughs> so, the big C word not going, to, not going to medical school the big C word yeah some so people are better huh? some people are better with that too yeah the commitment yeah, so I mean, so you, you're willing to give six months to LA? You're thinking? Well, so August one, that's when it'll be like, all right, make a decision. And we talked about either, just the fact that, yeah, you, I mean, went away to college. That was five years, different places, different roommates, all that stuff. But then, pretty much had a home base back, back with the parents, traveling here and there. Did like the you know Montana thing last summer gone for about six months months last year but never lived alone never lived fully on my own this whole place is mine whether it's a house right. or an apartment like you know and you're paying for everything anytime like you're like it's just all on you and I don't think that many people have whether they move in with you know a girlfriend or a boyfriend they have roommates all the way until they're married like so i think that that that's the main goal is to 
be totally on my own August 1, whether that's home and, or in the hometown and, like, I'm substitute teaching and coaching. And that's a, you know, six-month commitment. And that's fun. Like, you know, the coaching that I did in the fall of right. 2011, that was, like, probably the most rewarding thing I've done outside of college in the last few years for sure. I mean, and that was just, you know, a couple, couple hours a day. So, yeah, whether I'm here doing that or go to L.A. or go somewhere, someplace I don't even, I'm not even thinking about right now. I see. Some other country. That's actually the exciting part. Yeah, some other country or whatever. Um, Yeah. August 1st, and that would take me through the new year and figure out something else about myself that I don't know yet, that I enjoy or don't enjoy. Right. Fuck, I don't know, dude. You ever worried about dying before you, like, figure it out? Before you, not figure it out, but before you find something that you're like, oh, this is, this is, uh, something really, like, fulfilling, deep down. Dying before that happens? Dying before you see that. Kids over there. Um, yeah, sometimes when I, like, have, like, the close, not, like, close friends but like when I have people in my life that do pass away and say you're at a funeral or something you think dude I gotta do something so that like the guy just to help the guy who's giving my eulogy out yeah so he's not just like I don't have anything else guys <laughs> we, we don't know Tim uh, uh it's pretty good at Mario Kart <laughs> saw my, played with Toad good good guy um Maybe yeah. Can't can't really think of much else to say about him. To be honest, but you know he's he was on a podcast once. Yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah. So that's kind of like I do. Yeah. It's pretty human. Well, I was you know we were talking about that Seven Habits of Highly Effective People book. Oh yeah yeah yeah. And how that was one of the. It's uh, a good book. One of the habits with the what began with the end in mind, and that was one of his like visualizations. Stephen Covey. Think about dying? Shout out, Stephen Covey. Um, yeah, picture yourself giving your own eulogy. Oh, And imagine right. yourself dying three years from right now. What would you want people, friends and family, coworkers, what would you want people to say about who you are, like your character? What are the goals you want to achieve by then? Put it in perspective and like think about like, like what do you really want to do? What have you been putting off? Yeah. What if you, like, it's so easy to say, oh, tomorrow, like, I'll be more rested tomorrow. Like, I'll get up tomorrow early and, like, and just do it. Like, get going. But then tomorrow comes and didn't do anything. And, and then the next day you say. And then that, dude, then fucking months go by, dude. Years yeah. go by. And you're like, all right, well. <laughs> so I think there's always going to be some things that never get done. Like, little hobbies. or I've always wanted to learn how to draw. It's been 10 years and I... You know, that's not like a big life. Yeah. But yeah, like big goals of like, yeah, I want to own a house or. Right. It's good to like remind yourself of those because I think those slip away yeah. fast. And like you, and they may be like stronger than you think. But kind of what we talked about at the beginning of our little podcast here was oh, I don't have any like huge dreams, huge goals. But like maybe like you said, maybe you do. They're just like deeper, like buried. Or you're afraid to even say them out loud. Like, no, no. I mean, I don't. I mean, I have goals. It's just I'm talking about like 
when people do something and they go, oh, that that's it. That's the daddy. Yeah. And maybe you don't that's know until you do That's the golden ticket. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, how many things do I have to do until I find something that I'm... Yeah. But then once you do find it, it'll be like, oh, that happened like pretty fast. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah and then yeah. you'll... Yeah. I don't know. I think that is it. And I think that's why I do like the way we've been doing the last couple of years um, with just trying, trying different things out. Yeah. Different lifestyles out. Oh, yeah. 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 Different traveling destinations like different seeing different places in the world reading different books like yeah reading different books man it's amazing what one book can do to your whole paradigm yeah to your life one book yeah it sticks with you books yeah i've read books that shifted my entire way of thinking in i'm not exaggerating 10 minutes yeah. i read two pages of books and it's like well what are some examples what, what kind of books uh one is a buddhist uh you're right here. You are right here, which sounds really cliche. It's by, I can't pronounce I'm not going to try and pronounce his name. I'm going to butcher like Thit Not Yang or something. Mm. Really popular Buddhist writer. And I read it when I first went into AmeriCorps. And, dude, it just helped put everything in perspective in legitimately two pages. Because I was like, I broke up with my girlfriend i was there with no friends anywhere and i was just like suffering dude I was, oh my god i'm so lonely i've told you that before like what did i get myself into out here yeah read two pages that just talked about like basically saying like everybody suffers embrace it and then let it go i'm i'm uh paraphrasing and condensing but mm-hmm. those kind of things it's things i just never really was introduced to or seen like so they're so simple but if you've never been exposed to them they're the biggest epiphanies you could ever have in your life. Right. In their simplicity. Mm-hmm. And it was things like that. It was like, you're going to suffer, embrace it, and, you know, don't be scared of it. Mm-hmm. And I did that, and I was like, okay, let me try this for five minutes. I remember doing that in my room by myself, and opened my eyes five minutes later, and it changed my entire world. That's cool. And I went out in the hallway feeling way better, made friends that evening, and then the rest is history. But if I did, if I wouldn't have read those couple pages, I don't know where, what would have happened. Like the power of those words, yeah, and then to incorporate them. It's crazy. It is crazy. That's that's life, dude. Wow, those ants—they're on it. Fuck. Yeah, they're leaving marks. They're like um, tiny little ants. They're like little mini, mini, mini fire ants. Yeah. Damn. Um, yeah, they'll get you. Yeah. To the listening audience, we're outside and there's ants. <laughs> they're out the, here. It's on the deck, too. Yeah. They're kind of going away, I think, right now. Yeah. But, so, yeah, you had talked about how you feel like you're ready to find some, like, a significant other. Yeah. Oh, I had a feeling after I did the ayahuasca that I was... I just felt a change, dude. You ready to open up your heart? Yeah, yeah. How cheesy it sounds. That's yeah. exactly what happened. Yeah. What's funny is like the cheesiest things, almost like things that are so cliche that they piss me off. <laughs> yeah. How, they how, piss me off. Like how how. I don't even know why. It's like because we're manly, we think that that's like oh, open your heart. Like that sounds so lame, but like kind of does. But it's true. No, it's true, and that's the thing about those those cliche things. Obviously, they're true. And then once you... I've, I was just having this conversation with somebody. Once you experience that thing, 
whether it's like, oh, you know, you just got to be honest with yourself and you have a solid experience, personal, that you can really relate, like relate it to or relate to it like that. It no longer is cliche. Yes. And it's almost like I thought of that, even though it's been around for hundreds yes. of years. Yes. And you learn that in kindergarten. Yes. Yes. I, yes. Keep and going. it's so weird how it's like you have to, you have to like live it personally and you have to experience it just for yourself. And then you're like, that makes sense, dude. <laughs> like something that like your dad or your mom or like some yes. coach or what, I don't know, some adult told you and you're like, either you were too stubborn or like young or like, yeah, it's not going to happen to me, dude. Look at this person. Blah, blah. And then once you actually experience it, like, I'm, I was so stupid. <laughs> that was it. And you think that you discovered it and you then you go, oh, oh, that's why they say that. Yeah. How, yeah. Then you almost find like, oh, wow, my stupid. How did I not notice that before? Yeah. Because obviously it's been around for, it's, it's in thousands. Like it could be in the Bible. Oh yeah. You know? It's like, wow, I, I just discovered this now. Yeah. I'm trying to think of an example, but some cliche of like, um, you know, like uh, two, I don't know, words are, <laughs> <laughs> sticks and stones will break my bones with words. I'm trying to think of like some phrase or something when you're a kid or just a cliche of like, uh, like, you know, listen to your heart. Right, dude, right, right. Do listen to your heart, for instance. Right. That is probably the. Or probably, life is short. Life is short. Yeah, you only live once. Yeah, those uh, those get kind of those get a little more blurry, but life is short. Um, do it now because you won't have time when you're older. Um, but you, like, you listen, only regret the things you don't do. Yeah, or oh, literally like listen to your heart is probably the cheesiest of the cheese. Oh yeah, that's some gouda. Yeah, it's cheesy. That's some cheesy gouda. Mm-hmm. Listen to your heart, but. It's true. It's true. That's why it's around. It's true. And then when you finally, yeah, you have an epiphany where you're like, ah, oh, dude, I just followed like that inner instinct. And it's like, ah, oh, that's why they say that. But oh, that's why there's so many hashtags. Live, laugh, love. Right, right. <laughs> Follow your heart. But then you get the, like the, the part of it that pisses me off what? is when it's people who you know haven't, who, who you would guess haven't lit, like actually experienced anything. And they're just saying it because it's like, Life is short. Why does that piss you off? And feel, I don't know. Like, they feel like they have, hmm. I don't know. It's like when, I don't know if I'm able to get this out, like. Try, dude. Dude, try, Give dude. me your best. All you can do is All try, All you can dude. do is try, man. Um, Just give it your best effort. It's not about, like, finding There's the There's no goal. I in team. There's no I in team. It's. The 16-year-old girl who's using that same phrase to say, life is short, like, you only live once, taking a shot at a party at one of her friend's house. Okay, so using it for the wrong reasons. For the wrong reasons, yeah, that's like, I guess, simplifies it or, it de- I, like we talked about, devaluing things with okay. sky, skydiving. Okay. We get that group of high school girls who goes out. They're 18. We're going skydiving. I now don't want to go skydiving because you <laughs> ruined it. Took away the badassery of it. Right. I don't know. I think... Just not articulating things that well right now. But... I know what you mean. Yeah, it devalues that phrase where... You're a phrase or devaluing... Hashtags... 
that's not what it was meant for. Like, hashtags devalue everything, by the way. Yeah. I've come to realize that since I got a smartphone. Hashtags devalue everything. Yeah. Make a Gandhi quote and be like, uh, be the change you want to see in the world. Hashtag. Like, you know, it's like them, like, at a, I don't know, Thanksgiving turkey run or something. Yeah, and then why are you... 5K. Be the change you want to see in the world, and it's like, come, don't hashtag Gandhi. Right. Come on. Save and that for, like, that saving orphans. And you person just, like, stumbled upon Gandhi's Wikipedia page. Like, <laughs> oh, this guy seems all right. Uh, I mean, not that Instagram has any, like, real truth on there anyway. You know, but... Yeah. Yeah. Hasht- yeah, the hashtags really devalue things. But, yeah, you can, yeah. When you get those phrases that... You know, there's a lot of truth in those. And there are the best so way to many. find out just life but, experience, I guess. Um, but yeah, so get this. I don't know. Did I tell you about this? So I had that feeling after I did the ayahuasca when I came back. Like it was translating to me that oh, you're gonna find a like the girl. You're gonna find a girl. You're gonna fall in love right, with right, soon. Right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but also just yeah, my heart had opened. I was now willing to let someone else in without being a defensive little shit. Right. Right? Took down the walls a little bit. Still up, obviously. Everyone has them up, but... Mine were down... They were weakened, for sure. Weakened walls. Had that feeling, dude. It's kind of... It's still there. It's not as strong because it's time has passed. So it's, like, kind of dissipated a little bit. But the walls are still down, but that initial feeling. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're going to get that initial rush, say, from, you know... You know, doing some exciting thing, and then the more you do it, and the longer it goes, it's like, oh yeah, it's still exciting, but not the, quite the same as the first time. Oh, totally, yeah. So that's I can still tell the walls are down. Interesting though, two weeks after was at the wedding, and the bachelor party before the wedding. The girls I attracted, the girls that I ended up talking to and like spending time with and dancing with and stuff on those two weekends were completely different than any other girl I've ever met in a that type of bar club situation. Better people? I don't want to say better people because I don't I, especially in those situations you don't know. So we'll, they were just different, dude. They were I'm going to say generalize the girl. Okay, I'll generalize no, no, because no, the type of to. girls that you used to attract or be attracted to or both. And then now, what you're saying, you've I, never... I was attracted to people that were more like, that you attract what... It made me totally, like an epiphany, that you attract what you put out. You get back what you get, you get what you give. You get what you the give. The whole yeah. thing, dude. New radicals, dude. You know, like the whole, it all comes full circle. Yeah. Oh, we could just list them off now. We yeah. just cracked open the barrel. There it is. It all comes full circle, that whole thing. So these girls before were insecure, were promiscuous were I don't want to say shallow but they just they weren't at the point of their lives where they were like full of substance because I wasn't mm-hmm. I was insecure I was promiscuous yeah you were all the same things yeah uh-huh. and those are exactly the type of girls that showed up in my life hmm. and okay. I didn't realize it until my heart opened after doing the ayahuasca and doing that trip and then going and the girls that all of a sudden just appeared out of nowhere I mean legit when I say out of nowhere you had to be there but like all of a sudden this girl was next to me and it was just like oh hey like hi just talking to her and it was just natural and like oh you're very attractive and like oh you do all this volunteer work and you're graduating when and you want to do this and 
um, you know, you know, not inviting me back to their place, not just just at a different, just at the more of a place that mirrors where I was at. Right. It's it's strange. Huh. I didn't go into it trying to do it or anything, you know. Yeah. But it's just your energies, your vibrations you put out subconsciously. Yeah. Chick sounds like a fucking prude, dude. <laughs> no, that's cool. Take me at least four dates to spend dude, it she, would, she didn't ask you back, dude? What a bitch. First night, I bought her one drink, too. Can you believe that? What a bitch. It was a Bud Light. Chick, you don't want that chick, dude. No, I don't dude. care how much you volunteer. No, dude. I don't want her. No, that's... It's, it's strange. Yeah. It's like the girl you met. Do you think it was... This could open a whole other bag of worms here but it's, this is a whole other topic maybe for another podcast but something I talk think about all the time and then realize that it's pointless mm. but do you think like you met the girl you're dating now yeah did you meet her now because you changed something about yourself that then reflected out for it to happen now or a complete crapshoot or um, are you more? Were you more open to like? Okay, like now nah, I think we, you know date subconsciously whether you whether you thought of that definitely more open to like. Yeah, the idea of dating, for sure. Actually, funny that I never been like a serious dater, and not to say whatever I'm involved getting involved in now is going to be anything serious, but you know, all through college it was like you know, never had anyone who's like, oh, that's my like solid girlfriend, right. like, girlfriend for girlfriend. years, bringing home to mom like and dad, no. Yeah. Because it wasn't it wasn't important in my life, um, but it's funny that like kind of started talking with this current girl within weeks of writing in a journal like oh, okay things I want to accomplish like after being away for six months like kind of writing goals down like oh I want to like start dating and it should be be all right getting if it happened getting rejected be all right going and like not having good dates being like. It's, I've always thought of it as like, ah, oh, it's such a waste of time. Why would I even do that right now? Such a waste of my time to go like what? Like try to talk to some person. It's like going to be kind of forced for a little bit. Right. Like I was like, I'll just be like open and see what happens. And then that's when. Really? Within weeks. Really? Yeah. Maybe one week. Wow. Yeah. So there's that. And then I think also you hit a good point where, <clears throat> especially in college, I was always attracted to, and I think it comes into the, the competitive nature just oh it's gotta be nothing about personality nothing about substance just like that chick's hot right and she's the hottest girl on the team or she's the hottest girl in class like all the guys are talking about her right and maybe at first you didn't even think she was hot and you're just like guess she's hot dude like six (laughs) dudes after class were like that chick's hot and you're like I guess I guess she is right and then it becomes more of like you get mixed up in like am I just trying to you know get together with this girl because these six douchebags that I don't even like think she's hot and like I'm trying to like what's the point so especially like throughout college it was like I think I was going after girls that we talk about like your heart being opened up like that my heart which wasn't into it was just like oh she's looks good in yoga pants sure right and there's nothing there and like your dick and your ego were obviously stoked right (laughs) Right, yeah. <laughs> but let's obviously, get back, let's get back to dicks. <laughs> let's go, always, dude. Yeah, why are we talking about anything? Why aren't we talking about dicks right now? <laughs> but you, yeah, you uh, obviously like physical attraction is important. And that's always going to be there. You're not going to like 
be like, oh, dude, nice, dude. Sure. Like, that. But you know, know who's hot, dude? Right. Fucking Ricky Lake, dude. <laughs> like, she seems like a good person. Like, I don't... It's gonna... Yeah, that's part of it, but it's like... That becomes less important because it's kind of just as important but in a different way, I guess. Like, that's obviously gonna be the first thing. There's gotta be something there, but then... Sure. The real solid attraction foundation comes from like you know the frosting on the cake having good yeah the good conversation the good the good looks is like the frosting the cake has to be really good right it's just yeah it's not like exactly that? yeah like dude that? I like that a lot dude brought it back to the sweets dude say that again dude <laughs> dude is this, is this recording dude? epiphany <laughs> is this recording like, make sure you have the cake no thing dude in I it, think ah oh, shit dude I think I I pressed the wrong button <laughs> yeah that's exactly it yeah and it's it's good for because we're just so social like that's how people get anyone to buy shit mm. why the fuck does everyone even think about buying a Mercedes everyone else thinks it's cool yeah no I'm not even sure if I think it's cool I just think it's cool because everyone else thinks it's cool mm. who am I who am I dude what's the truth who am I right yeah <laughs> what my what? ego Your, you, you just you just nailed on the head dude your ego Social influences mm-hmm. and your immaturity. sexual hormones, immaturity, but those three things are basically the way that you get sold things throughout your entire life. Yeah. Sex, ego, social influences. Done. Done, done, and done. If I can get one of those, you'll buy whatever I have. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, totally. Because that's the mind, that's just the mindless, it's just the animal part of you. Mm hmm. You know what I mean? You can oh, just yeah. tap into that and be like, oh, I'll say this. You'll get laid. People will think you're cool. Um, and your neighbors will respect you if you buy this Lexus. Boom! All three. Even though then, Crushed like, it. Yeah. Cost you 40 grand. $300 a month in lease. Yeah. Done. Done, done, and done. Yeah. Signed, sealed, delivered. I'm yours. <laughs> yeah. True. Yeah, man. But then it's, it's funny because then, like, once you do get all those things that, like, say, like, the society will, like, defines as successful. Sure. Then you get people who are just like, oh, look at him. He drives a Mercedes. Like, yeah. And then people, it's just like, you can't do that. You got to follow your heart. You got to follow your heart. You got to, hey, do you, man. It's the only, one, it's the only person you can do. You do gotta, you. You got to follow your heart, dude. Well, it depends. Yeah, yeah. The judging thing, uh, don't judge. That's a classic. That's not even like, I mean, it is an epiphany, but because it's easy to do all the time. Mm. Yeah, you get, you get jerks driving shitty Honda Civics. Totally. You know. Totally. And you get nice people that want to enjoy. They worked hard and they want to buy a nice BMW. Yeah, Tesla, dude. They want to buy a Tesla or whatever it is. Teslas are sick. Yeah. <gasps> Have you driven one? You can test drive them for free. You can go in and just... Can you really? Yeah. You can go in and just test drive them. Now, some friends... Apparently, uh, the pickup on them is really nice. Oh, yeah. 